0: what do you think about God? What is God like? Wait a minute now, before you answer, really think about it. What do you really think? Not what you think you should think, not what you were told you should think, and not what you know people would expect for you to think as a woman of faith. What do you actually think about God? This might be a loaded question for some people and it's worth considering before we can answer the question that really brings you to this episode of the podcast, which is, can God heal my trauma? Today, I will answer this question and I'll do it from a perspective of what we believe about God, who he says he is, what he says he can do for you, and then I will share with you how I answered this question in my life. So stay tuned. Hey sister friend, welcome to the Shades of Trauma Healing podcast. I'm Jenny L. Taylor, a trauma coach, trauma thriver and daughter of God living loved. This space is for you sisters who want to begin healing and living fully, but the effects of childhood trauma keeps you stuck, scared and unfulfilled. I'm so glad you're here. In this podcast, You'll receive trauma education, practical strategies, biblical applications, and motivational tips to support your trauma healing journey. So grab your journal, settle into your favorite spot, and let's get started. Earlier on in my trauma healing journey, I came to the very place where I asked the question, God, can you really heal my trauma? I was struggling with the impacts of childhood trauma for so long, and it didn't feel like anything was improving. I would read about how mighty God is, and yeah, I I saw him work in other people's lives. I knew he could do supernatural things, but I still wondered if he could do something with my trauma. The more I asked the question, the more I wanted to know the answer. So I searched and searched because I desperately wanted healing, right? When you first hear the question, you might be tempted to look at it from the perspective of God's ability to do something about your situation. But I want to encourage you to ask this question from the view of what you believe about God. I want you to consider this question from this angle because it's not usually how we approach it. I came to understand this very well in my trauma healing journey because I read what the Bible said about God, His character, His nature, His heart for those He loved, and all of that good stuff. But did I believe and claim these truths and promises as my own? Did I really believe that God could or even would show up for me like that? Well, not completely. The more I searched for an answer to this question, I came to learn that I trusted God in many areas. Like I trusted God in when it came to finding a new job, passing exams, keeping me safe when I was traveling or working out immigration issues and things like that. But when it came to healing my trauma, crickets. I was at an impasse. God said what he said. I believed what I believed and up until that point, I just was not sure that God could do it for me. In my case, one of the legacies that trauma left me with was the need to guard my heart. And you might think that this only applies to guarding my heart around people, but guess what? I came to realize that I was also guarding my heart from God as well. Yikes, how is that even possible? I must say, this is one of the more painful memories or experiences I had, the knowledge that I'm going to share with you now. This was totally new for me. And of course, now I was very curious when I thought about guarding my heart from God. What does that even mean? I had to dive into it. It was not fun, but once the light came on, I couldn't shut it off and I could not continue living in the dark. I knew what I knew and I needed to do something about it because the way I was operating before was not supporting me. I couldn't find much literature about what it meant to protect my heart from God. So I prayed and I asked God to show me what that actually meant. And boy, oh boy, did he drop some truth on me, but in a gentle way, as our God does. I came to realize that while I trusted God in many areas, I didn't want to trust him with my heart. You see, I used to think that God was supposed to protect me from all the bad things in life, especially as a kid. And if he didn't do it and I got hurt, then he didn't do a very good job of protecting my heart, did he? It was not like I walked around life saying, God, I don't trust you with my heart. It did not register for me to even think like that. As a Christian, I was supposed to trust God, right? That was a given. He is God. You just trust him. I know that was what I was supposed to do, but when it came to my emotional healing, my lack of trust showed up in my actions and how I lived. My actions displayed another one of the legacies of my trauma, the illusion of control. I thought that if I could control my surroundings and my circumstances, I would keep myself safe. After all, it was my job to keep myself safe, right? I experienced hurt with childhood friends and in social circles and that taught me that it was not safe to be myself and that people can be so mean. Remember that old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me? Well, I learned a different version. Very early on, I learned that sticks and stones may break my bones and words hurt just as deeply. Then there were other traumatic events that taught me that it's best to rely on myself because other people would just let me down. At that time, that's the stance I took with God. As I mentioned, I figured if God had my back, he would have protected me from all the bad things that happened. And if He didn't, then how could I trust him? I must digress here a little bit to say that in hindsight, now looking back, I can see that there were people in my life who were supportive that I could have turned to who would have helped me. But remember, when a child goes through trauma, it is very difficult for them to talk about it without the words to describe their experiences or their emotions. And Many children blame themselves for what happened because their brains cannot make sense of the events in any other way. The guilt and the shame creates this narrative that the child must hide what happened because if they share, they too would be blamed and people would think badly of them. It takes an attuned and intuitive adult to notice such changes in children's behavior or emotions and that person must be able to help the child By providing a safe space where they can express their feelings and be shown how to process hurtful events so that trauma does not develop by dysregulating their nervous system and associating the painful experience with pain and emotional distress. Without this kind of intervention, children often develop survival intentions and views of people and the world based on what they went through. And these survival narratives become the script that they use to see everything in life and the way that they operate. Getting back to my story now, based on what I learned, I was doing the best that I could to keep myself safe because of my childhood experiences. When God revealed that's what was going on, I bawled my eyes out for days. Why? Well, first of all, I honestly thought I trusted God fully. I knew I loved him and at a head level, I knew he loved me. But the reality was that the way I engaged in self-protection mode, it really didn't equate to me trusting God and believing how much he really loves me. This is when I had to admit and confess, God, I don't trust you with my whole heart. That was so difficult for me to accept and experience because it was completely different to the way I actually thought my relationship with God was. When the Bible says the human heart is deceitful, it's no joke. There I was believing one thing, but the reality was something completely different and it took God opening my eyes to see and admit where I really was. When I came to make this confession and admit it, I was feeling all kinds of guilt, I have to admit that. But it was one of those first steps that I needed to take to become totally honest with God so that He could meet me where I was. I also had to grieve what I thought my relationship with God was like and begin showing up in all authenticity and honesty my sister friends i felt so vulnerable so uncomfortable but i kept showing up as i truly was before god in time and with lots of prayer and supports from other loving sisters god started bringing to life and applying all the truth about who he is and how he wanted to heal me in my life I moved from having this head knowledge to this experiential knowledge of a healing God and I wanted to have a different kind of relationship with him from there on. As I got to know God and how he thinks about evil and the wrongs done to his children, I understand now that God hates when his loved ones experience trauma. It hurts him deeply to see us in pain. And at this point, I know someone may be asking, well, if he hurts so much, why doesn't he do something about it? My sister friend, I receive your question, and while I may not have an answer as to why God allowed your painful experience, what I do know is that God can heal and redeem any situation. I know that even if the enemy meant to derail or destroy your childhood or even your purpose, God can use your experience to bring forth something beautiful. He can heal every wound and replace your pain with joy and intimacy with him. Not because something happened to you means that God ordained it or turned a blind eye to it. In this sinful world, we do experience hurt at the hands of others. Jesus himself experienced so much abuse by the very people he came to love and serve. I am in no way excusing what happened to you, and I am certainly not saying that it was okay. What I am saying is that Jesus knows what it's like to be hurt. The Father knows what it's like to see his son hurt. And as his children, God has compassion for us as well. And he can heal your trauma and give you a brand new experience and a brand new beginning. No plan that God has for you will ever be thwarted. The Bible says that. The deeper question is, do you believe that he can and he will redeem your situation? Do you trust that he can do it for you and in your specific situation? If you don't, consider why not? Sometimes when people live with trauma for so long, it comes to look like their identity, their culture, a family trait, and and therefore many people accept it as the norm. I had to learn to identify how my trauma showed up, I had to hold it up against who God said he created me to be, and then begin divorcing myself from how my trauma informed me in favor of being a dearly loved daughter of God, who I know I am. This looked like not accepting living in self-protection mode as a personality trait and calling it perception not being quick to cut people out of my life at the first sign of disappointment and calling it healthy boundaries not seeing the worst in situations and calling it the ability to discern and knowing what is coming so i could protect myself not stifling my voice and not stating what hurt me so i could keep from ruffling feathers and calling it being a peacemaker but on the other hand As much as I would be stifling my voice in one area, I would be very opinionated in another area when I felt emotionally unsafe. And this was my way of trying to get to a place or a sense of safety. All of these examples that I just listed out there, they were trauma responses that I had to learn were not originally intended to be part of my life. And like I said, those are just some examples. In your life, it might show up completely different. The thing to note is that trauma responses do not make up our identity. I had to sift through the intentions, the behaviors, and the motives in my heart to get to the root of what was unhealthy, what was healthy and could remain, what needed to be surrendered and what I needed to get help for to overcome. The more I understood who I was meant to be, the more I could notice how trauma really impacted my reality. And I began seeking help in a more specific and authentic way. And after a while, when I would do a quick check-in, I still check in today and I asked myself the question, Can God heal my trauma? And the answer is yes, he can. He did and he continues to do so. As I continue to seek him and he shows me more and more of himself in a way that increases my faith in area after area. My faith in his heart for me grows. My belief in his character and his love and his willingness, him wanting to heal me is cemented As I get to know God on a deeper level, I cannot leave this podcast without referencing some scriptures for you, because as Christian women of faith talking about, can God heal my trauma? Scripture is filled with stories and promises and assurances about God's ability to redeem any situation. And to my sisters, for example, who faced abandonment in Isaiah 41, 9, the second part of it, it says, I have called you back from the ends of the earth, saying you are my servant, for I have chosen you and I will not throw you away. No matter who has left you in your life, God would never leave you. He would never let you go. If you experience emotional abuse, Psalm ten seventeen and 18 says, God will hear the desire of the afflicted. He will strengthen their hearts. He will listen to and do justice to the fatherless and the oppressed so that man who is of this earth may strike terror no more. The other lesson I learned from scripture where Jesus is described as the Kingsman Redeemer. If you haven't heard that term before, a Kingsman Redeemer is a close relative who has the responsibility of restoring and recovering the rights of someone and also avenging any wrongs done to them and gives them good in exchange for whatever they have. And my sister friend, Jesus is your Lord. He is also your brother because we share the same Father. Jesus was tasked with taking on all of our pain and sin while offering joy, peace, and intimacy with God. The Godhead is more than capable of healing your trauma wounds and exchanging your tears for laughter and your sorrow for joy. He has done it in my life. He still continues to do it in my life because as long as we are alive, we will continue to heal and grow in relationship with him. I've seen him in countless other lives as well. So one more time, I will ask the question, can God heal your trauma? What do you believe? How about journaling about it in an honest way? Avoid judging and blaming yourself for where you are. Whatever comes up, it is what it is, and there is a reason for it. Explore the reason for it and be curious and become passionate. When you've done that, take your answers to God in prayer and let him love on you as you are. Because you are accepted as his daughter in his time and at a safe pace, he can heal and restore you. This has been a thought provoking episode today. And it was a little bit difficult being vulnerable about this part of my life because I guess it was so impacting for me at the time that it happened. But like I always say, if something in my story can bring some awareness, some light to you, help you take one step further or one small step towards exploring your reality, seeking God, I'm all for it. I'm here for it. And as usual, if you would like to share what came up for you or if you have any takeaways or feedback from this episode, send me an email at support at com, or you can come into the Shades of Trauma Healing Facebook group and connect with me and let me know what's happening with you it would be great to hear how this podcast is impacting you and if you find this podcast has been helpful or even if this episode has been helpful then be sure to leave a review. When people leave reviews, it helps to make the podcast go out, make it reach further to other women who could also benefit from the content and possibly their own healing. So I will see you again next week, my sister friends. God bless. If this podcast encouraged, inspired, or taught you something, do share it with another sister friend who needs support in her healing journey. I would also love for you to go to Apple Podcast right now and leave a review for the show. Thanks for listening. I'm cheering for your healing. Until next week, breathe and be blessed.